lives now. Capital 263. What up, what up, how you doing? Welcome to Nana and the other guys. I'm figuring out adulthood in 30 or so minutes. Usually doesn't take 30 minutes because adulthood is far much longer than childhood is. And today, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for being patient with us, for not uh, complaining too much when we didn't have the show last week. And here we go. We've got the show this week, uh, Easter Vibes. Today, I have got my stray. I'll take her as my stray. Uh, Chopi, I will not ask tell everyone the nickname that I gave her that she said no to. And because when a no is a no, you got to listen. I'm going to talk about something else. Chopi, how are you doing today? I'm fine. How's everybody doing? It's well, nice and warm. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Fun fact, when I called Chopi before, she didn't pick up the phone. And do you know what she was doing? She wasn't like doing the dishes or doing like errands. She was like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing? Because I still don't believe you. What were you doing? Washing the dog. A black girl, guys. Black woman washing the dog. <laughs> Yeah. You know what, actually, that's on my to-do list for today. So I don't even blame you, Chobi. Wash the dog. Yes, the dog's going to be clean. Got to be that- clean. Dogs are really... What is this? Like, it's a, it's a like, like- you, clean, you clean your house. You clean your kids. You 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 wash yourself. You got to clean your dog. With honor, we have to say we hope he washes himself. I will, I will. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we I'll... hope you wash yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. No shame. This one I will defend. A nice smells good, so I'm sure he washes. Oh, washes. oh thank you, thank you. You see, I'm so, no, I'm, I'm so huggable. You know what I mean? Well, anyway, Nyasha's hugs are the best. Uh, and Nyasha, Nyasha is a birthday girl. Happy birthday, Nyasha. Um, yes. Yes. Oh, happy birthday. Thank oh. you. Tell me what, because you, your birthday was on the 29th and you have still been celebrating it like a week into it. What's the best gift you, you have received so far? Oh, listen, yeah. First of all, that is a very, I don't want to like make people think that they're lesser than. That's fair. That's a very horrible put me on the spot thing to do. I was trying to, to achieve that. I was trying to achieve that, actually. <laughs> to um, they've all been... They've all been great in their own ways. Okay. But I will, I will say the present you gave me, pretty uh-huh. top-notch. Oh, thank you, thank you. I think I think I saw it somewhere. I was like, oh, look at what it looks dope. Shout out to you. So happy birthday, Nyasha. And everyone, if you get the chance, do say happy birthday to Nyasha because you know this girl is growing up and she's becoming a fine young lady. Um, and then Archie, what's up, my G? What do you do now? I don't, bro. I'm good. Now I've, I want to ask you, as a person who is a boyfriend, right? As a person who is a boyfriend. I feel like there are stages to boyfriending and there are stages to boyfriending I haven't reached. I don't know if you've reached those stages. The stage where you buy a girl a phone, I've not yet done that in my life. I've never bought a girl a phone. I've also, believe it or not, never paid for a girl to do her hair knowingly. Have you ever paid (laughs) for a girl's hairdo? Because I feel like if a girl says, you know, a guy has to do my hair, I don't even know how to approach it. How do you approach like, hey, shout out to How do you even do it? You know, I, I actually don't. I don't know how you approach it. Phone, yes, eh. phone, phone is pretty easy. Because you know, I'm still happy. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's like borderline. Is her hairstyle nasty now? Yeah. Is she got nappy <laughs> hair now. It's it's very really, it's very really difficult for yeah, me to go there and be like, oh my. Do you know the only people who can easily go to a girl and be like, oh, Maria Budzi, Madara. Because nigga is serious Budzi. Exactly. Marino Kwana Mojo Bans, oh, Maria Budzi. Yeah. How should a person approach you to get your hair fixed? Is it a thing? Is, are you less of a boyfriend if you do not fix a girl's hair? Um, you know, there's levels. I think there's levels to it. Like, Honestly, there's a time when I thought, okay, you know what, my dude got my hair done and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel loved. And then at some point, I'm just like, ah, I can just get my own hair done. I can afford it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm not really like impressed by that in that sense. But if he's just like, oh, hey, babe, well, not because I'm sort of, okay, here, here's 20, whatever you're getting done, you know, add on, you know, then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But not like, not like I expect him to do it. Or, you know, and then it doesn't really, like, for me, honestly, I do my own hair. 
So that it really it makes no it's not something that I think of in that way. So I, I can't even speak authoritatively on it because it's not oh, something no. that I really think of. How have you way. been hiding this woman from me? She is like me. I I, I knew you would like her. <laughs> like me, I paid you guys up together. Because I'm like, thinking the exact words that she's just spoken. I'm like, just because I've had people ask me, and for me, it's such a difficult question to answer because I do my own hair unless it's braids, braids. Okay. Then I'm like, ah, okay. But otherwise, I do my own hair and it's it's sometimes quite expensive. Nyasha, actually, on that, um, one of the things, if you guys have been listening to this show, is the things I like, like the Ona is type of girl number one. I love girls with a big forehead. I'm a super big forehead fan. So Rihanna, <clears throat> I don't mind. I love them girls with big foreheads. <clears throat> like more, it's like a bigger, largest area, like, you know, square meters to kiss. So it's fine. You've got like so much like give her forehead kisses and make her feel loved but the other thing that's really defining me which is probably because of the girls that i have liked in the exes is that i'm a big fan of girls who have their hair natural i love it like when i see a girl with a weave i'm like like you <laughs> to be honest with you like i'm not even going to <laughs> what did you just say this guy i'm not that i'm a cheapskate no, Hold no, no, so wait, wait. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually also a fan of, of natural hair, though I, I, I do think all hairstyles uh, look good. But one, not if you're a guy, and then you are like, no, 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 I'm pro natural. No, no, it's not. No, 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 no. Can I, can I actually take you back? Can I, can I? Like I just said, I feel like if people, people that properly take care of natural hair, they will tell you it's more expensive to it's maintain expensive, natural hair than for it sure. is to, to do, to keep a weave in. So I'm actually a binga here, right? So I'm actually a binga. Yeah, that's basically what yeah. we're saying. So the thing is, Nyasha, like, you know, how do I fix your hair? If, if you are vain, like you are, I know you hear you, you wear your hair natural. How do I approach that? Do I buy you conditioner? Do I like plan your hair day? What am I doing? Am I like stocks of coconut oil? No, uh, I am. I am a bunch of mixed oils, and then presently, I'm gonna plug somebody. I'm. I'm really liking um, Maintain Organics. I'm loving the avocado range. That's like thirty bucks for everything in that group. So it's not. It's not. It's not horrible, and that'll take me. I'll replace some stuff. Yeah, it's. It's not too bad. Okay, and same thing. So I'll. So just saying, like I'm a single guy, like natural hair goes big for it. So you know, if you like that, slide in my DMs. Let's let's let's, let's do the talking. Okay, right, cool. Let's start today's show. Let's let's get to about a week ago. About a week ago. About a week ago. About a week. All right. Uh, today. Oh, what's going on? Okay, so today, uh, what we are going to be uh, talking about is this. Uh, nothing was. This is like the a. Easter holiday, blah, blah, blah. April Fool's Day is something that I did not experience this year. And I think it was cancelled. Do you guys feel like we ain't got no time for that? No. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I was also shocked. So I would, I got nothing. Like, I forgot about it mm. completely. Life is a joke. We don't need any more. We don't need more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, no, no, one's got, no, no one's got time for it. I got something, but it was like online. So yeah, probably from a Zimbabwean perspective, Sekuru uh, Shwan, my cousin, Shwan, shout out. He started watching the, listening to the show and he likes it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a group that we're in. So I guess what is what appeared on the first is like, damn, uh, this really cool uh, April Fool's. I wanted to ask you guys uh, to add uh, a potential girlfriend into the group and then I'll then say, ah, April Fool's, Hapanamunu. It was sad, but it was his April Fool's. And he didn't even get to do it because was adulting. I guess he got so busy working everything. But the time he was going to guys, it was too late. Oh, well. It was gone. And, and then I think, like, if I was going to be doing an Imagine April- if you had said you've got a girlfriend. That would have been a cool April Fool's. Oh, do you know what? I will get a girlfriend one day, guys. Relax but first of all, that's shameful. That is super, super shameful. <laughs> I'll, I'll get a girlfriend. Relax yourself. I'll get someone to love me, all right? Like, I'm lovable. Okay? I'm lovable. Okay, you anyway. Are. 
because I don't want to ask you guys about your first quarter because, you know, time. Um, I wanted to talk about this. So because it is the Easter holiday, you've got lots of people going like long holidays and going to all types of different places. And some of us have started getting married within our age groups. And, you know, uh, they've been going to their in-laws. So I saw this post online where this girl was saying, you know what? I'm manifesting not doing murora duties when you get married, right? So murora duties, malogas and duties, that means if you're uh, uh, a makoti somewhere, you know, in the African setting, when you go to some place, to your in-laws crib, you're the one who has to do the cooking or it is safe. You do the cooking, the cleaning, the cooking and the cleaning and repeat. You take care of the kids and you stay on your knees and you're wearing a Zambia and, you know, all the hairstyles get lost during that whole freaking time. So I, I've seen a lot of people saying they don't want that anymore. And, and it kind of got me thinking, like, are you guys just a bunch of lazy chicks? Like, stay, you know, stay in the culture. Like, that's what it is. It is what it is. Or it's a justified pushback against the gender roles which have been set culturally. Now, I don't know if we're losing it here, but what do you guys think about uh, Aurora duties? Would you guys be up for them? Would you guys encourage people doing them? Where are you on it right now? I'm seeing people. Anyone can Sorry. Go. Okay, I was going to go for it. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Auntie, do you want to take it? I, I actually wanted to let the ladies take it first, and then I just come at the end. Okay, I don't want to ruffle so... Toby's feathers. Just <laughs> 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 so you know, Toby and Auntie have got a beef. Huh? I just want to let you guys know. <laughs> but a young uh, uh. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so I, I will go first. Um, I honestly think Rora duties, right? They're tough in the moment. And if you can make it easier for yourself, sure, take a body to help you and cut, cut, cut yourself some slack. But I'm also saying, I also think to myself, you're there for a day, two days, three kind of shakato like if it's really peak. Otherwise, I mean, are you going to die? Are you really going to die? Then you can go get your manicure afterwards and spa day yourself to health again. Otherwise, it's just a couple of days of discomfort to keep peace with your in-laws and the such. It's not, I don't think it's a train smash. So basically, these girls are crybabies. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> him out. Don't put words in my mouth. That is not what I said. Away. <laughs> he went there. <laughs> but like, I agree with Nyasha because I'm, okay, let me not say agree per se, but like my own sentiments, because I've never been in a situation where it's like extreme Murora Olympics going on, <laughs> do you understand? Like, you know, there's settings, guys, you know what I mean? Like there's settings yes, where you are. know with your, you're going to go there and you're going to slave. The moment you sit down, it's, you know, you know, you gotta go do something like you can't even sit down. I, you know, those settings. Yeah. Right. But then there's times where it's like, okay, you know what? We're all there together. There's like five, six of y'all's what what is. And you know, it's a, it's, 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 it can be kind of a doll, you know, it's like, okay, let's go do this. And you're over there singing and like a young link up. people. It's a link up, you know, and it's hard work. Because I mean, I've 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 done that. Like where I go and I, you know, I'm there. I'm I'm on the entourage for somebody who's being who's getting pericked, you know. And you know, <laughs> it's it's hard work. It's hard work, right? And then you take yeah. selfies, you do the thing, you get home, you sleep, and then the day is done. It's just that one day, you know. So like, yeah, if you know, you do it, and then you get back to your regular life. You air your braids. You you know, you wash your clothes, get the smoke out, all of that. But it's literally just that one day, you know, you ch- chill for it. Just, you know, you know, th- there's a difference, manje, if you're staying with your in-laws. Now, that's a different story. That's know? a completely that's a different, different animal altogether. But like if it's one of those, you know, it's Easter Easter weekend and y'all go to Kumusha all together. It's just, you know, for that one weekend, go over there and perform. And then come uh, back and get back to you. It's the weekend is four days long. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's four days. But still, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> All right. But like you said something, Yashanya, she said something. She said, oh, you can take a body. But guys, let's be, let's be honest. If you show up with a it's body, not, won't you get those looks? looks. Would you get I, it? It's not a great look. 
but when you know, or even one of those where you take your your gas stove. But here's the question. Have you not, have you guys not seen the evolution of the Morora? Like the Morora who's got money, money? Like she only just yeah. gets to peel the potatoes. Like she doesn't do no cooking. She's like, ah, you can just do the dishes. And not even all the dishes, just the uh-huh. cup. Uh-huh. But, but can, 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 can we judge? Can, yeah. Because let's look at, let's look at them, Kwash. It's just yeah. the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Murora yeah. the other end. Kwash, yeah. But have you seen evolution of them kwasha again? Nigga shows up in a VX V8 and a create rema super. Listen, I'm going to listen. When I went and look, and I think I, I, I think I, I think it's I think the whole kushanda because on is is more for some level of bonding than anything. Of course, mm-hmm. like like like. Like like Chopi said, there are some areas where <laughs> but the, I think the big idea was by doing that, Murora spends time in the kitchen, like the same time and they get to talk. Ambias same thing in Kanarim. Ambias will be chilling, waiting for tea, bruh. Uh, I think I don't think Pashokan's Murora no Shand, Jagan's second kitchen. I think it's supposed to allow for some certain level of bonding, okay. whether you're a Mroro or Mkwash, but yeah, people are taking it levels. All the dishes will be there waiting for you. All the magumbeze will be outside waiting the for you. The whole neighborhood brought, like, <laughs> the whole neighborhood would just bring this stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember this one time I was with Archie, actually, and we were at a funeral together, and um, there are these girls who were, like, handing out the, the plates. I said, I'm, I'm outing you. Actually, funny part is, uh, where were we? Huh. Let me keep it. No, no. We were actually, funny enough, we're actually at Nyasha's. It was actually a thing that happened at Nyasha's. So we had chicks, uh, they were, the ladies were doing the gender roles of, of, of putting plates out. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, look at these girls. They actually know how to do things. Blah, 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 blah. And I just was like, ah, look at this other girl. She's got one hand free. She's lazy. Do you remember that day? Like you had a... Ah, oh, nah. You see, how can you raise shit like this when choppies on the call? Why are you waiting <laughs> to just get me the judge? Actually, was just, I like, <laughs> but anyway, that's, it's a crazy like, but, the, the, but, 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 but the, the, the likelihood that I said that is, is really like above 90%. I remember, <laughs> exactly the girl you were talking about, I'll, I'll remind you, I'll remind you after the show. But no, it's, it's really weird because even as the Mkwasha duties change, I've, it always seems to be women who complain about gender roles more than guys do. And I wonder, is it that our roles are easy or we just take it on the chin and we do it? Or is it girls are also kind of just, you know, in the spirit of, you know, this fifth wave of feminism. So therefore you complain about everything that we think is culturally placed on us. Because I've never seen guys complaining about being a Mkwenyana, being a Mkwasha, skinning. Uh, Speak for yourself. I have heard Vakwasha complain. Because again, when you spoke about the the Vakwashas that bring out the money, who bring out, and then those that do the actual physical work, there are some that Mm. are caught in between those two roles. And a lot of the times, the when there's things lacking, people look to the Mkwasha to, to make a plan. To, to, yeah, to make a plan. So I have, I, I personally have heard them. I guess maybe they're not as vocal about it, or maybe in a family there might be more of Akwashas than they are of Aurora. So it's it's easier for them to share the duties, unlike with women when they are by themselves. So basically, cool. what, what, I'm, what I'm getting from this conversation is that girls are lazy and guys need to have money so that they don't work. That's basically huh? what, that's what, that's what I basically say. Like, that's, I, what is it? I feel like you keep twisting my words. Well, What's going I, on today? Both, both you guys are like, you know, girls, stop it. Like, y'all are just complaining for Jack. Like, no, okay, wait, wait. Isn't that, also, isn't that also the summary in general? In general. Which cannot infuse... Some question, 
like, <laughs> at, the end, at, at the end of the day, just like our our daily lives, I think we just need to make the money that puts you, I think, above some of these things. Yeah, but if you don't, and that's what I'll do. Let us good guys, I need to make money so I'm not this nigga. No, listen, this is true. In Nini, I was talking, I was having this conversation with my with my cousin. But yeah, have you noticed? There's gonna be people like at any function, whether it's somebody's funeral or whatever, they're gonna get there and then they just go. Even she's not even a Murora in the family or anything like that, but she's just gonna get there and she's gonna start working. Because this is I'm her contribution. You con- know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is her contribution. And then there's some who come through and they just drop the dollars. So they know whatever, whatever you're cooking in purple, you don't even know to shop a cookie, but you're cooking it because I'm the one who brought this, the sheets, right? So, so yeah. you know, you've got your role in the family, you know, if you, if you got that role where you're pulling out the sheets and you're doing all that, then you can, you can afford to just kind of peel two potatoes and, you know, and then preserve your weave. And you know what I'm saying? And people won't even, you know, this whole rich auntie thing, it's a real thing. Like we've been seeing it. Like I've been seeing my rich auntie since I was a kid. You just know there's that one person who just, you know, she shows up, people mill around her and then she starts sending people to the shops because she's got money. You know what I'm saying? She's like, okay, okay, you know, you know, my ningi, there's always that person, right? And then there's them people who are going to be the prefix, they're going to know what's happening. You know, they're going to be doing that thing, but that's their role. That's what they contribute. And in the family, this is, this is how it is. And things work like that. We don't even have to yeah. talk about it. It's not even addressed. You just know this is how it works. I can't wait for the day. So is, every one of the sisters like a, is a rich auntie. And then we'll see what's going to happen. If everyone is a rich auntie, we get catering. Nobody's doing nothing. We get catering. Hallelujah! And people Hallelujah! And you see Amen. this a lot these days. <laughs> Guys, like, honestly, a lot of funerals, a lot of, um, like, baby showers or whatever... You ain't gonna get nobody doing anything. You just come together and be like, okay, guys, we want to eat. So there's this one lady, she does catering. She said 70 bucks. So Can't let's hook up. Yeah, and then we do that. And then we don't have any of these issues. No, no smoke and nothing. We just do the things. I and do. also, even, even for the Varodas, we've got in-laws these days. Like my friend, we went to do her Kupere commissions somewhere in the burbs. Mm. Like this driveway was clean, y'all. Like, there was nothing, but <laughs> yeah, it was raining. There was nothing to sweep. So, it's, you know, the, the no, queen was just like, ah, okay, just do your thing. Like, you guys want to cook? Okay, go cook. You know, do something, do whatever. But, like, my joint is clean. I think she actually got a cleaner to come in, like, before, just so that we wouldn't do work because she, she wasn't trying to have a Moroda doing nothing. Like, she was intentional about it. That also happened when I took my cousin. We, we took up my cousin. The yard, because it's the mother's pride and joy, it was spotless. What are we supposed to sweep? She's like, y'all know, and you know, Varora's supposed to cook outside. It's like, no, we use the kitchen like normal people. Wake up whatever time you want. Like, there was no pressure. Like, normal people. Exactly. <laughs> you should marry me. Archie, how are you going to close this issue? Finish it for me. Take it then. Uh, you know what? I actually wanted to digress and just find out from the ladies what they think about guys where after you get married, Murukuno Gara, Mbakwema in-laws. Like the guy who hasn't moved out yet and then you all are married and then you have to go spend like three, six months at his parents' house. Like, is it is it definite that we're actually moving out? Uh, usually because it's not. I feel like I some think people then get <clears throat> People get hmm. complacent and now we're there for two, five years. Why? Why are we here? Because you yeah. can't have kitchen I, I, kitchen in Zindia, my when you, you when you get married, yeah. you become mother of the house, and now you're walking into someone else's kitchen. You can't just hey yeah yeah yeah. I, I told wow. her, I'm just meet I, okay. I, I told my mom that uh if when I when I get married, not if because I wanna when I get married, <laughs> I'm only gonna no seriously I do. When I get married, I'm only gonna live at yours for a weekend and then we out. Yeah, my mom, my mom, my mom has actually said, Kuti, when all of you get married, I don't want to see you at my house. You must have your things together and and go do your own things in your own house. I don't want to see you. I'll see you for a day, two days, and then you dip. I don't want to see you. Mm. Me, I think, 
<clears throat> personal, my own opinion, technically. Okay, um, there's settings, uh, there's settings that um, that um, you you have to be in that situation. There's some situations where you're like, okay, the, the, the dude can't leave. You know, you've got to go and leave there. Is that even something that, yeah, that we consider as well, where you're like, okay, you know what? Literally, the mom is sick. Or, yeah, she, she's alone and, you know, she can't stay alone here. We've got to stay with her. Or financially, it makes sense for us to stay with her right about now because uh, it is what it is, you know. Um, these are the things, I think, these are the conversations that we don't have enough before we get married. These are the things that we need to really look at when we are in courtship and trying to make those decisions. Because at the end of, at the end of it all, see, uh, what you know of your guy before you get married, the relationship that he has with his mom and all of that, that's not going to change just because you're his wife. So before you get married and you can see that this guy has been staying with his mom, he's never made an attempt to leave. And then you get married and, you, and you're just like, oh, okay, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to snatch him out of her hands. You might not succeed. So are you ready for that? So these are the things that we, these are conversations that we need to really have. You need to really think about these things before you actually go through it. Because otherwise, sometimes you just have no choice. You're going to have to stay and you have to figure it out. On that, I'll leave the conversation on that because, you know, I want you guys to just swallow that in, like the water that Chopi is swallowing right now. Shout out. Uh, stay <laughs> hydrated. Um, and yeah, I think that's a whole other topic that I think we'll, we'll, we'll get through the next time. But right now, we got to move on to the next segment because we want to keep this show within an hour because 30 minutes is a lie. But thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> girls are lazy or get money so that you can be lazy and have no problems. All right, let's get to the hashtags and .com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back with hashtags and .coms. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard this new song by Holy Ten. It's called Matils. Now, Holy Ten is a hip-hop artist uh, in Harare who is always talking about his hoes um, all the time <laughs> and <laughs> shading his hoes, which is, which is rather funny. And, and he's probably, possibly the top hip-hop artist of our time right now. But he released a song two, two days ago called Matils, two, three days ago called Matils. In this song, he puts a spotlight on... <clears throat> This culture where guys invite a couple of girls and I, don't, I hate to say get the girls drunk, but yes, basically the narrative is pushing with the song is that you get the girls drunk and then they end up, you know, uh, exploring uh, sexually these girls and he is feeling bad about it. So he's kind of putting that social commentary. So when I heard the song, like dope song, even like, you know, shout out, the song was great. We love it. He's putting a spotlight on the plight of the girl child. But I was a little... A little, I had a little pushback against the song, mostly because in this said song, he takes away the response. It, it, this song explains the situation where the girl's not forced to come to the drink up. The girl's not forced to drink. And this was a, a date rape kind of thing that he did in his previous song, which was uh, 5 plus 5, I think. Or Appetite, sorry. Right? This was a, typically girls just want to come out and have fun, and then they just so happen to sleep over at my crib and not on campus and be smashing me do the things. What I didn't like about the song is that it took away all the responsibility from the girl to be smart and to put it to the guy to not use said girl. And I don't know how you guys think. Do you feel like girls who now know what guys do and who, know, who now know what happens when they do get drunk, are we just giving them an easy pass so they should be a little more responsible? Because it feels like we're always blaming the guy for actions that these girls want to do. They're exploring their sexuality because that's what they want. They, they, they want to get drunk because girls want to have fun. So, you know, YOLO, YOLO, this is all their decisions. They were choices to make. Why is it us guys are getting the pressure of, oh, no, 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 more chills, more chills. Nyasha. Uh, okay, I've got like three things because you spoke, you, you brought up like 50 million questions. There, there we go. The first is, so we were listening to Bojang with my Tembeza. And you know, he, he, he talks about uh, chilling Nimahozangu. And then mom, so innocently, she looks, she looks at us, right? And myself and mom. Uh-huh. She just looks at us and she's like, Mahoz, she. <laughs> like, oh, you sweet woman. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know how to answer this question. So just like, I know, my female friend. <laughs> 
You lied to mom. I want to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the second thing is, so speaking of birthdays, it was the birthday celebrations. Uh, there were guys there and they were like, oh no. Because I, I, okay, so I made this punch, the punch that you saw in the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a sangria. Mm-hmm. And then the guys were like, okay, so the secret to getting girls drunk is getting them to make their own drinks. Don't invite them to get them drunk. How can I explain what I'm trying to say? Don't give them drinks. Allow them to bring their own drinks so they can poison themselves and marinate themselves as opposed to doing so to them. That way you can't exactly be blamed for getting them drunk. And if anything else happens, it's technically not your fault. Do you know what I mean? Uh So... On social commentary wise, I think guys since time immemorial have been trying to marinate women so as to loosen inhibitions. Um, is it wrong? Yes. But then does it mean that anytime that you invite a girl over for drinks, you're just trying to get into her pants? Do you want to be marinated? When you're getting marinated, I... do you know that you're getting marinated? In Normally, the conversation the that you would have been having with the person would let you know that you're going to be marinated. So if you know that you're going to be marinated, should girls be complaining or society be complaining about girls who willingly go out where they know they're going to get marinated or where their marination is going to happen, where they're going to self-marinate? Like, can you see where I'm coming from with, with girls can still complain about being marinated because no, now the intention the intention is no longer pure. No, but you know, but but Archie's line is is, is tripping up bad. Okay. Let me mute him for a second. Um, okay, I've muted this guy. Okay, I'm gonna put you back up, Archie, because yeah, okay, unmute yourself, please. But like my my thing is. But has the intention ever been like am I marinating it just to get uh we lost Archie there. I think he just moved into a section where Masiwa doesn't really love a lot. Chopi, what do you think? Okay. Um right. There is okay, let's not even talk about putting the blame or whatever. Mm. We all have choices to make. You understand? Uh-huh. So when I say I'm going to go and have drinks with somebody and I'm thinking drinks, that should be what it is. I should go there and just be like, I'm going to have drinks. While I'm there, drinks, or even before I leave, I can decide that I'm going to do more than drinks. It's up to me. You know, it, I have the responsibility to make those choices. But what happens most, a lot of the times is um, guys then expect, you know, I've been giving you drinks. Saga, you're just going to take my drinks. And then there's a lot of pressure and all that. And also, yes, your your inhibitions are lowered because you've been drinking and all of that. So, yes, you're more likely to be coxed into it. Again, you still have the choice to make, but obviously when you're you're, uh, lubricated like that, you tend to sway whichever way, right? Uh The -hmm. point that was coming across in this song for me, my understanding is that for once, because we're always telling the girls what not to do. Remember, that's always a story. Girls don't dress like this. Girls don't do this. Don't do that so that you don't get abused, so that you don't get raped. It's high time we started actually telling the guys, saying, guys, don't take advantage. We're not saying that the, the girls aren't to blame when they do come through and they willingly take part in these activities. But we're also pointing it out to say, okay, guys, you know what? You also have a responsibility. If you see someone is drunk, just don't take advantage. But and this... don't intentionally do this so that people become, you know, more willing participants. That's just what the song is saying, because a lot of the times the men have not been addressed. Not to say that the girls, you know, some of them really just come through and they're really DTF. They're ready to do whatever. Because I'm yes. seeing, because yeah. I feel like, are we, okay. I've, I've been to college and more times than not, it seemed as if the girls were DTF. I remember this one yes. time, this one time I went out with a bunch of boys and these girls, they, they were marinating themselves because I, I wasn't even drinking. I think I, I think mm. those days. 
And this girl was drunkenly all over me. Like I, I, I found that rather disgusting, to be honest. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then and I don't know. The other girl was like, ah, tonight you're gonna sleep with your testicles in. I'm like, hell no, I wouldn't do that. Like you literally say that. <laughs> you say that. I was like, geez, that's that's crazy. But like, but I, I don't know. Like I just kind of feel like we're not talking about them girls though. In this case, we're talking about the ones who are actually, you know, how like first year. It's like probably your first your first bottle or your first whatever, your first shot, you know. So when you're in that scenario, a lot of girls only get their first shots by then, that time. So in that scenario, they guys who know, they know about this. this is the, we've heard about mm. all these things. Those are the ones that we're addressing. We know the DTF people, right? That's a totally different story. We're talking about the ones who come through and they don't, you know, they're being coxed into doing Their this. intention the was to just about. come and drink and chill and have a good time and go home unlike the dtf dtf probably they didn't even need the alcohol you just needed to ask Mm. okay now granted that uh i hear you like dtf chicks we know them and the chicks who are taken advantage of just because maybe they really don't understand a lot about like alcohol tolerances and whatever i know them but he really don't need this this one time when i went to I linked up with a bunch of friends, went to this really beautiful house in the burbs, and there were girls who were our age, young, really beautiful girls and whatnot. And then there were the big daddas, like big daddas, like older guys, lesser type guys, right? And we, we, we seemed to be the, the, the physical marination. We were the ones who were chatting with these girls. The girls were drinking all the drinks which you could have wanted were there because the lovely cars parked outside, beautiful house. And then bit by bit, here, there, you'd see the girls going with them one data and they go to some room or go to some place that's private. Do these girls, do, do, we, do, do, do they need our empathy and sympathy? Yes. Why? Because, again, they're choosing these big datas for money or whatever the case is, right, over us small guys who've got potential and great conversation right and they mm. are getting marinated and stuff if you are going for your money for your own sake or for whatever fun for whatever why do i why should i feel sorry for you okay so yes and no because with everything we only see what we see we don't know what's going on mm. um with that girl. we don't know her story so that's why i'm saying yes and no because unless we have each person's individual story and situation, we'll never understand why they do the things that they do. There are some people, believe it or not, whose mothers encourage them to do that sort of thing. That's what they know as right. Mm. So I feel sympathetic towards that person because she, she really, she's in a situation where she doesn't know any better. And then there are some people who are like, okay, you know what, girl, I'm, you've, you've, got, you've got resources. You just want things, you know? So I'm just like, okay, you know what? You're just doing you. I, I feel nothing. Like, I don't feel sorry for you. Whatever it's you, you're doing your, your, your life. It's, it's whatever. But then there's some people who I know, I know some people are like, okay, you know what? I just need to do this. Cause then if I don't do this, then I'm not going to make rent because my mom said, once you go to school, like I literally know someone who told me that like, I should not, I'm just going to make sure that you get there, but can you just try to help me out here? You know, I'm sure you can make it, make it happen. Not even just moms, even dads. Sometimes they'll tell you, like, hey, you know what? Look, you know, with with the way you look and all that, you can't tell me nobody's looking your way, type of thing. Mm. And you know, there's some people. Literally, those situations are there. So I could feel sorry for that person, but I could never just look at somebody and judge just without knowing what their story is. That's just that's just my 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 sentiments on that. So you feel like blessees deserve mercy. Like we don't blame Blaise. some of them. Some we don't. Of them. Yeah, some of them do, do deserve because circumstances them. push them into that life. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the same about guys who are doing corrupt dealings because they come from a bad background? Guys who steal money on yeah. campus, like it's almost like we're empathizing with people who are thieves, right? Like isn't yes, that the same? yes. I I I'm that person. It doesn't- like, <laughs> Like everybody's story is different. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's just like it's just like this here where some someone's HIV positive. There's mm-hmm. instances where you sympathize because you know what? Sometimes <laughs> sometimes things just happen. Yeah. And yeah. You, t- yeah. you know, you could be raped, 
you mm. could have been born with it or whatever. But mm. it all depends on the individual story. So if this person is stealing because they know that if they don't steal, then they're not going to have anything to take home to their family. Like literally their kids are starving. I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, you know what? You're wrong for doing that. But if you really was like in a dire situation, your mom needs money for chemotherapy and you get an opportunity and then you steal. And then, you know, you know, I'm just kind of like, okay, you know what? That's wrong. That's wrong. But I do feel sorry for you that you had to, you know, get to that level. Mm. And I, it's, it's, it's I think, an individual story. I think the challenge with how you're posing the question, it's making it very black and white, which is why I like Chopi's um, approach, whereby each individual has reasons that are based on their personal experiences that push them to do certain things. It doesn't negate the fact that the action that has been brought on by certain symptoms is wrong because stealing is wrong without a doubt. But the reasons we also have to take care, uh, take into consideration. That's why when, when thieves are being sentenced to whatever time in jail, you're given a range of time because the severity of what you've done and maybe intent comes into play. If you say so. If oh, but on I wait. Mm. Like here's another scenario, right? Mm. There's a lot of there's a lot of you guys right about now. You guys, you name a degree, name a masters, and all that. Mm-hmm. But then economy is not doing you justice, guys. Yeah. Guys, there's no jobs, guys. True, true. So I know some people with their nice master's degrees, and they they have them first class degrees as well. Them people. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, they're them people who are outside the the the, the corner stores. Uh, selling whatever, running from the cops every other time. They are out there committing crimes. I feel sorry for those people. They're criminals, but I feel sorry for them because they did try. They did everything that they were supposed to do to, to get in the right place. But then, you know, life wasn't fair to them. And now they're going to have to be doing things this way. See, that's another scenario. Because, you know, sometimes I'm not thinking about it as a guy now a single guy, then I bump into this girl who used to live that type of a life. Yo, I'm, I'm just trying to think how many guys would it be easy for to then like not have to think that every time they go to some place, they pass by a big house, they'd be like, nah, this chick used to be with this big dad. Like my boss could literally have been this mm. girl's like, you know, a sugar dad. Like, cause that, yeah, that's, that's see, what's happening. Is... It's a little crazy. Like I know I'm looking at it from a guy, a very selfish patriarchal perspective, but that's what it is. Cause every time, you know, there's some girls who are looking like, ah, you look like the bliss type. Like, and you, and you know those girls, like, you know them. It becomes very, very difficult sometimes to say like, yo, but you know, I'm trying to network with Mr. Ningrikini. And like, oh, I know Mr. Ningrikini. How do you know him? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's not an easy past to look away from, to be quite honest. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Because morally, it just feels wrong that like you're basically prostituting yourself. That's what it feels like. Yes. And I understand, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. harsh, but I'm trying to tell you what's going through guys' minds when you approach these girls. And that's a that's a fair thing to say, I think, because with every action, there's consequences. So if you're living this kind of life and you're out here being, uh, uh, you know, a blessy, yes, a sugar baby and, and open, this is what you're going to have to deal with eventually. People who've known you in that life are going to look at you that way. So these are the things that, you know, we ought to think about before we make these decisions, before we live this kind of life, you know, because you're, you're still going to have to live in the same world. And at some point, you know, Somehow, I don't know, but I don't know if you've noticed, but like girls like this always at some point, it just ends, you know, they, you know, something happens. Like they usually just fizzle out. I don't know if that's a good word to use, but like usually it just, you ride on a wave. And mm-hmm. if you don't make the most of it, if you don't get, I don't know, if you don't get the nigga to buy you a house and say you're having a good job and whatnot, it just, it's just going to go down. It's just going to be like, and yeah. then eventually you're that girl. And then now you have to start again. You have to start and you'll always be that girl, unfortunately. So these are these are these. This is just what life is, you know. With everything that you do, there's consequences. There's gonna be the guy who's gonna look at you and be like, "Ah, but you used to be, you know, living this life," and they're not gonna want to be with you for that reason. And that's just what it is. It is what it is. Mm. I hear you. I totally hear you. I, I guess it's all about discretion. But I, I like your guys. So to, yeah. to 
to cap this off, I guess my chills is a good song and I should be a little more sympathetic to these girls because we really don't know what's going on. Like, ah, whatever. At least, you know, you've come from girls are lazy in the first segment, so chin up to like, no, girls are <laughs> not being lazy. You're putting in the work, so it's all good. You're keeping it balanced. Uh, Archie just went and I think he's going to connect with us. So we, I don't know, Nyasha, do you have any last words on this particular one? I think we kind of covered it. And you, you guys have legit. No, I think we're good. Changed my mind. I'm like, I was being harsh to these girls. And I feel bad. Everyone's gonna listen to this show. It's gonna be like, oh, they're so mean. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he without seeing cast the first stone. It's all good. Um, yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> Let's get to uh, the feelings. Welcome to the feeling station. Hey. Mm. <laughs> okay, welcome to the feeling session. We try to wait for Archie. He's gonna join us in a second, hopefully before the show is done. Did you ever read the feeling session? I'm so tired of introducing the topic. Do you want to introduce what we're gonna talk about in the feeling station? Anybody? So that it's not honest narrative that judges women. Well, <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits. I don't judge women. I love women. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. Go. Can I read it? Yeah, go. Go ahead. So, Onai wrote... Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> we are a generation that will most likely start having families much later than our parents. Do you know what? I was actually quite excited about this topic because it's a conversation that I've been having with one of my closest friends okay. for like two weeks now. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we will be much older parents. We are more educated, though, and probably have achieved more personal growth than our parents at our age. Only thing is that having kids much older comes with the challenges of conception being tougher, energy to keep up with children, and we're likely to have a bigger generation gap. Is this having kids later worth it? And I'm honestly, I'm honestly conflicted because 10 years ago, if you asked me, oh, Nyasha, what's your ideal life? I'd be like, oh, no, married by 24, first kid by 26. Hey, you know, fancy, fancy. I'll look like a snack while my, when my kid is still in high school. Mm. Now, <laughs> I'm seeing chop- I don't know, man. I'm seeing, I'm seeing choppy laugh a lot at this. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know because kids are a lot of work. They're such an expense. I can barely take care of myself. I can't find a man. Let's talk about that for two seconds. And now you want me to have a son and a, or a daughter. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just, I think it's, it's worth it for my peace of mind. Cause I think I might be in a better space, God willing to have kids and to bring them into a space where they can be nurtured the way that I was nurtured for growth and and developmental purposes because right now if mm-hmm. i was to bring a child into the world this believe we're going to my mother's house and we said we're not doing that so uh. i don't know um yeah like i have started accepting the fact that i'm going to be an old dad and hopefully you i'll be a mature dad I, you know, hopefully hopefully the genes will still stick into a point where i'm taking my kid to school they're not going to say oh you came with your granddad I, I hope i'll still have all the energy that i have left because by the time my dad was my age man the boy had kids for days like he had kids like by the time my dad was my age so i don't know and i'm thinking is it worth it could could we not have could i not have just been a dad at 26 and thugged it out and, you know, figured it out and it's all okay. Am I thinking about this too much? Because I think as a guy, I'm like, I'm probably going to spend less time active on this earth with my adult child. Hopefully. I don't know. The likelihood, right? I feel like guys mm. have a lot more leeway to this childbirth thing. Can't you still reproduce at 50, 60? What's, what's, what's your cap? My, my thing is not about reproduction, but my thing is, ab- or as fertility as it were, but it's about how much time I will have with my child. Will I understand my child, the generation gap? Because, you know, generations you. and stuff. And will I be able to fend for my child? Like right now I'm forced to be really, really thinking about my child's future a lot because I will be older as their parent. And I might not have, I might need to have more than one kid. And most likely some of the girls that, you know, we are thinking about um, might not be the spring chickens that are around because these 24-year-olds are like, oh, you know, they, they talk, they're sometimes a little 
But it, we still smoke for them, but sometimes it's a little... And the slightly older girls, like the ones who are older, might not be thinking about having yeah, yeah. right now. But it's, it's, it's really one of those. Anyway, uh, Archie raised his hand. Holla at me, boy. <laughs> I want your feet to go last on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I won't lie to you. Um, we have a lot of friends who, after or during high, during college or soon after college, they had kids, most of them accidental. Mm. But right now, these guys have got like five year old kids, um, grade one, grade zero, grade two, even. And I feel like they're probably going to have it best. My fear is probably aligned to your own eye. How many times do we complain, uh, Kumabasa? Kujamana, have you seen that boss is like 60, but the nigga don't want to retire? Uno retire, say only one 13 years. You can't. If you don't have your own business, making your own money by the side, you're going to be stuck working for longer years. We're 31 this year, uh, which means any child we have next year, we're 32. I don't sugar 18, one, 50. Is that it? Something hey, like that. Yes, that is the math. Yeah. My parents nigga, you'll be 36 running against me. You're 24. Let's see you not look like a doofus there, bro. Like jeans or not. It's 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 gonna it's gonna be so hard. And I feel like like in the synopsis it said maybe we'll be more achieved in terms of education and personal development than our parents. I think that's not true. By the time our parents were aged, most of them at least had either or they at least had access to it. Like even from an employment point of view, you've been working for five years, if you're lucky, six, seven, but what do we have to show for it? In most cases, kind of stand, we're still celebrating purchasing our first own cars. And right now, <laughs> like st- studying, studying families is, is going to be so hard for us. And the worst thing is, whether we know this or not, you and I own it, whether we know, ah, man, guys, I don't want to be an old dad. You can't make the decision to just wake mm-hmm. up and say, second, you can't because we, we don't have yeah. context. Uh, this issue, no, this whole feeling station. Trophy, do you want to take well, the mouth? Well, can, to- I, can I just say, yeah. welcome. To the feeling station. Chobi, <laughs> please give us um, context, if, if possible, or whichever way. What do you think? Okay. Um, my opinion is that, like Archie saying, that was my first thought. You know, I don't feel like we have a choice in this one. Like, you know, some of us, some of us here, yeah, I know. I, I, I had my son at 24, and I felt like I was pretty young, you know. I, I, I had been working by that time. I was taking care of myself, you know. So, you know, I would at least lived the life, you know, because some people are like, I know when you're young, you still want to enjoy, you don't want a baby tying you down and all of that. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had done my fair share of, you know, out and about, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but 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 still, if I, if, if I could have had it my way, I'd have had all of them. All of them, all the kids. Like, if you're gonna have five kids, just have them all at like at that age where you're like twenty. That I think I feel like it's a sweet spot. Like 24, mm. 25, 26, That's a sweet spot. Have all of them at that time. Then by the time you're in your thirties, you know, like like Nasha saying, you're starting to look snatched again if you're a woman. But even if you're a man, like you're starting to like you've got time now to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You can actually say, okay, I don't have to be up all night with a baby. I can actually, me and my wife, me and my husband can go do stuff and all of that. And then if you're like that, you guys are more fulfilled, you, you're better parents because, you know, you're happier people and all that. But much of the way this, the situation is for us, I kind of feel like in as much as we would have wanted to be able to plan our things in, in that way, um, we're forced to just kind of, you know, you, you can't just, like you were saying, you can't just wake up and be like, I, you know, I'm Dakura and Danny Petitu, let me have a child. You can't just do that because, you know, you might not even have your own car even, like like what Archie's saying, but you can't even, you, you're still celebrating your first car. You don't even know if you have a baby, where do you start with this? You know, diapers, expenses, yeah. you know, 
mothers of the children are expensive. You know, it's like <laughs> this is <laughs> this is this is, this is a lot, you know. And you know where you don't have job security, like you know, you know your job is always like on the edge. It's always like on a tip, just just about to to the company's just about to close every other month, you know that sort of thing. So you know, even if you had wanted to have your child earlier and not be an old parent, you might not even have the choice right now. And that's the situation for a lot of people. I am afraid. Um, I have met people who had their children later in life, and what I will say is that there's a that huge gap really does affect how they relate, like the the, the, the parents relate with their children, like up and down with all what I've seen. Right, you know, the children are just very. They've got the energy. They want to do this. They want to do that. And their parents just kind of want to relax, you know. Because one of my friends, she well, she had her daughter at forty, and like her daughter's like what fifteen now. And my friend, she's just like, she's done with it. She doesn't want to go out for movies. She doesn't want to do any of that stuff. She just wants to be at home. She wants to read a book. And so this affects how close they can be with her daughter. So those are some of the things where we're talking generation or age gap way. Like you're at a different time in your life. You really don't want to go out. But then some of us young people, uh, some of my friends had their kids when they were in lower six. You know, you know, there's some of them people who had them really young and now they look like twins with their kids yeah. and they can actually really bond. They're tight like that, you know. So, yeah, I don't I don't particularly my 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 sweet spot, 25, 26. You know, or just before you turn 30, like thereabouts. And then you've got your 30s to enjoy, you know, your older children. You don't want to have babies like in your mid-30s or 40s. You know, you want to have, you know, toddlers running around. That's what my perfect world would be. But obviously, you know, with the situation, guys, it's not as simple. But the situation is not. But do you think that, you know, our parents, I mean, they had certain advantages that we didn't have. Like the country was, it was in a better place. But do you think that we look at we look at our freedom of the twenties so sacred to a point that we don't have kids then, rather myopically, if that was word, like rather short-sightedly, as we are really thinking about self too much that we would much rather struggle in our twenties with kids than struggle in our thirties with kids? Because I kind of feel like again, this choice is really on women more than it is on guys. Like, to be mm. honest, like, this is a conversation that's driven by women. Like, now nah, I want to f- first finish my school. I want to do mm, this mm. and all that. And I want to do this and all that. And you've also got now this thing where 32-year-old or now wants to go for 24-year-old chick because I now have got the hindsight of knowing, you know, let me tell you what's good for you. And now 29-year-old Sally is like, but Onai, what, what do you do though? Like, nah, B, nah, I want you to be an active mm. mom, but you can't be a 29 no, it's it's crazy because that's legit where I am. Like, oh, should we just accept that that's the way it is? We are just going to be old parents. And like, you know, in the first world, most parents are old anyway. And mm-hmm. they accept Kuti Dikoko. But to be honest, I am kind of scared because I ain't trying to be an old dad. I already know I'm going to be an old dad. But no, the thing is, should I be looking for a young mom? Yeah. <laughs> And in my opinion, is that for guys, it doesn't matter. You guys can just do your thing. At the end of the day, the woman is the one who's going to be dealing with a lot of this stuff. Like, we're talking about, you know, just even being capable of carrying the child. Let's start there. Because as you get older, of course, so the pregnancies become more complicated and all of that stuff. So she's like, us women, we're the ones who really have to really, like, consider this, this stuff. You guys are like, okay, here and there when the baby's not crying for their mom, then I'll step in you know, type of thing. But then you guys can still go and run in the field. Like what, what's asked of you is like, you know, you guys can say that I know I'll still be fit. You can go to the gym and still be fit in your 50s to run in the football field with your son. Whereas for women, like if you reach 40 already, you are having high-risk pregnancies. So it's, you know, that, that's, 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 that's where it's, it's, it's different. It's not just about just having the, the energy to then do things with your child later on. It's actually like, you know, the, the physical issues, like you were saying, like issues of fertility, you know. Um, but for for you, like I can say, you know, I, um, some of these things happen when they're supposed to happen. Honestly, mm. you know what I'm saying. Um, if you're gonna be an old dad, embrace it. Figure out ways to make sure you're a cool old dad. <laughs> so nice. Start hitting the gym, isn't? Because you're gonna be 50 and wanting to run around with your son. 
So start hitting the gym. Make sure that you're at least giving yourself a fighting chance for your kid. Granted, granted, you won't be, you might not be able, because this, this is the things when you think about being an older parent, you're realizing that you might not be able to see a lot of your grandchildren. You might see one, mm. you know, or you might, because, you know, because th- these are the realities that, you, that come with it, where you're like, okay, unless my child has children very young, I might never meet my grandchildren because I'm too old. You know, I might not get there, you know, because if you're having a child and you're 50, chances are you might never meet your, your child's child because you would have, you know, you would have gone already. So these are some of the things. But so like right now, you're already 30 watts, you know, so, you know, you're already that, yeah, you already start thinking. You're like, okay, you know what? So let me, let me get myself together. You know, if I'm drinking too much, I might stop. Let me preserve a little bit of that liver. You know, let me take care of my kidney a bit better, you know, because it is what it is. You would have rather been a younger dad, but right now, the way things are set up, yeah, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I guess she's not uh, providing us any solace. This chick, she's she's sorted. She's actually sorted. We are not. <laughs> you know what? I am. I am. I am actually quite quite envious. Like all of the all of the people who maybe at Nagoya sick, but a part of you must have thought, <laughs> yeah. when we were in our twenties, you know, I've had so many workmates. Um, sometimes, like you know, when you've got like a, an older mentor, boss, like type mm-hmm. of work, and and they come through, they're like, "Yo, my nigga, I know because And then maybe one person will ask you, "Actually, how old are you?" And I'm like, "Thirty." Uh, and they're like, "Ah, how cheerable!" This is usually the ladies. Yeah, and then. The guys will come through and be like, nah, fam, don't listen to the lady. Get yourself a girl. Probably from a physical, from a medical point of view, I may not be a risk yet. But these guys are like, my guy, if I had known, I would have done this earlier. I would have enjoyed this so much earlier. Mm. It, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But I feel like if, if you are Kumazereda, or even if you're young, because I know obviously they have listeners, were in their early 20s, mid-20s. If you are there and you have someone who you love, guys, it's a stage. Like, this this whole, yo, we're going to be cool. Nah, fam. You know, I want right. to like, do, your, do your career. But to be 40 and have a 10-year-old child means, like, I feel like even, Uchiti, you're doing it for your career. You can't you can't be as productive for Basa because so because you got ten year old or ten years old corona. It's ah anyway, anyway. Which is, which is, I have an idea. Yes. I have an idea. But I had a question. Okay. Uh, yeah. We've got two minutes yeah, forty seconds, but go go idea question. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's here's a good idea. So for y'all feeling like, okay, we're gonna be older than here's one. Get you a girl who's got kids. That way you come in with all the kids already and then you can do all the dad things that you wanted to do. And then of course, I'll not get all one to add on, you know, but then you already have kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, Archie, Archie, you hear me? That is actually a very smart idea. Mm. Like legit. (laughs) Get your pre-mixed house. (laughs) Exactly. So, pre-mix. (laughs) Pre-mix. (laughs) Pre-mix. Blended. So Choppy's idea sort of answers part of my question as being one of the good suggestions for it. Because my question was going to be, does it affect your dating decisions now or not? Are you going to just hop onto the next door or comes? Are you going to be more... Because you feel like you're running out of time. Are you going to keep looking for the perfect girl you've been looking for all along? Or are you now going to be like, timer, let me, let me just... Get someone if it's wrong. Jonas, I don't even remember about to reset, and then I, I, I look again. I think I think I'm just, I think I'm mean? just going to be praying more. And you know, one of the things some one of my OGs told me is the girl that you have marry her. If because most of the guys who are married are older, they always tell me if I'd known, I would have married her earlier. They always tell me that, and I think right now, not that I'm being less picky, but I think I am being a lot more understanding and kind of realizing that 
you can make it with any goal as long as you try. Some goals you have to try harder. But I'm, I, I, I think now, whilst two years ago, I might have said, I want to date for two years before I marry. Right now, I'm like, six months might be okay. Six months is enough, man. Six months six is enough. Months I, think, I think now, I'm still picky, if that's the thing, but six months is still enough. Um, I think, you know, <laughs> our time is up for the show. Uh, Chompy, waking people. <laughs> At the end of it all, guys, get you the girl that you love. Pray about it if you need to, but don't hesitate. And if you I feel like you're too old, get a pre-made baby. You will love them all this. Yes. Plus, they already know they've been party trained. They already know how to speak. They already come with all the updates and all that. So, you know, <laughs> do it all. all right. Choppy, where can people find you? <laughs> Choppy Miley on Instagram. Um, Choppy says on Twitter. Uh, Choppy was saying. Uh, yes. Uh, Instagram, Choppy Miley. Um, so, Choppy underscore Miley. And Twitter is Choppy Says. So, yes, you can find me there. I'm also on Facebook, just Tatenda Muchopa. Tatenda Noreen Muchopa. Here we go. That's dope. Archie. Archie Moyo on all social media platforms. Also, Kaizen You. Uh, yeah. Let's do the thing, guys. Do but thing. this year is my year. This yeah. year is your year. We're snatching it. Me also. Me also. We are snatching mm. this year. We're getting this year. All I know is I'm six months, I'm ready to marry. Get myself a girl. Six months, we good, nigga. Um, Nyasha is Nyasha.Tembeza on Instagram. Nyasha Natasha Tembeza on Instagram, I think. Uh, Facebook, I think it's still Nyasha Natasha Tembeza. You'll find her. Um, in the spot, you'll get that out. Great foods and great stuff. Birthday gifts are still open for Nyasha. And I am on online on Instagram and on Twitter. But please do follow us on Twitter, which is uh, Noob Nation. I still want to change it to Nyan iPod. Still thinking about it. Uh, Instagram, Nyan iPod, and Facebook, Noob Nation. I'm going to change it to all this one thing. Thank you very much for listening to the show. This year is your year. Snatch that bay. Don't take too long. Don't be the 50-year-old granddad running with your son who is one-year-old. Okay, <laughs> one-year-olds don't run, but yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Capital 263.